0: I've had some pretty creepy occurrences in my house and my friend who lives two doors down has had many even creepier experiences. This one happened when we were both at his house. We were upstairs playing video games or something, this was about 13 years ago so can't remember exactly what we were doing, and we heard a faint banging noise from the room beside us. At this point, both being well versed in creepy noises in our houses, we went through the checklist of anyone else in the house? anything fallen over in the room, etc. and couldn't come up with an explanation. However, as far as creepy goes, this was only about a four. We brushed it off. After about another 10 minutes, we heard it again and thought, right, let's go check this out, and went to investigate. We left the room and the door to the room beside us is directly outside at 90 degrees to our room. Basically, as soon as you step out of the room, we were in you are directly in front of the, the door to the next room. That's where we made it to when that door was loudly and angrily banged four times. It shook. We saw the door shake with the force. But we know no one else was home and had already looked in the room and found it empty. The door to our room was open, so if anyone had been messing with us we would have seen and heard them go into the room. We just looked at each other and ran as fast as we could to my house. I've never been so scared in my life. Still have no explanation. I have more stories in a similar vein of anyone's interested but this was the worst by far. Our group have all experienced things like this in that house so it was widely accepted as true. I would love someone to have an explanation because to this day it freaks me out. When I was younger, had to be 13 or so. I was camping with my family in Maine at the time at some campground. I remember sitting around a fire with some friends, when we noticed a light in the sky some distance away heading towards us. No one thought much of it, so I kept an eye on it. Over the course of the next 20 minutes, it slowly approached us, it went out over the bay we were near. The lights started to flash once it was close, and it stopped moving in mid-air. I told everyone and we all turned around to watch it. It was very quiet and no one was really or what it was. After another 10 minutes or so, it turned at a 90 degree angle and shot off into the night sky. No warp light or anything sci-fi, just the light of the object getting smaller. I just remember how off-putting it was seeing something go that fast after creeping along silently. The second story is another UFO tale. I used to live in the backwoods of Vermont. One night, I was out in my car driving home when I happened to look up. I noticed a light hovering above a nearby mountain. It had to have been higher in the atmosphere, but that was my reference point. I noticed the light was doing some weird figure eight motion in the sky, but very subtle. After about three minutes of watching, I noticed that a piece of the light broke off and went off into the distance. This was very strange just due to how the main object was flying. It did this about four more times before it moved off behind the mountain out of view. It never seen anything like it before. Last would be my encounter with a Bigfoot thing. I was exploring some burnt out buildings with friends one night when we came across what we thought was a large animal in the distance. We didn't approach it since it rustled when it noticed us, maybe 15 feet away. I remember the white fur that it had, and this thing had to have weighed at least 300 pounds by the looks of it. Probably a lot more, it was crouched over. We spoke to it to see if it was a person in a coat, but received no response. We said it louder, and whatever was in the bush stood up and ran further into the brush. At that point, we were scared shitless so we turned around and hightailed it out of there. That was one of the more scary things to happen. What's weird is, it was in part of a city where we don't get much wildlife, and it isn't an area for bears or moose, so I'm still unsure of what we saw to this day. When I was a kid, I grew up in upstate New York. My house was kind of out of the way and my backyard was some tall grass which led to an apple orchard which led to nothing but forest. My friends and I would often play in the woods but this happened one time when my older sister took me hiking. We had gone in quite a bit and saw the usual forest stuff which was amazing for kid version of me. The area had tons of deer, wolves, and bears so we had to stay careful but we had a lot of fun. As we kept going we saw some blood on a tree, which my sister assured me was just from a bear or hunter or something. We had gone in a bit more and heard this deep growl. I remember exactly what it sounded like and the only way I can really describe it is a deeper strained trumpet noise. It scared me so my sister decided to bring us back. I was clinging to her as we walked back and I remember seeing through the trees something that looked like a deer walking upright. It was quick and had brownish black hair it had antlers and was tall. I screamed and tried to run ahead of her, she keeping up with my little legs easily. We made it back to my house and I hid under my blankets for an hour. My mom assured me I was seeing things but I know what I saw. I saw me a Sasquatch once. I was driving with a friend from Texas to Alabama late one night and I look off into the woods just outside of Longview, Texas only to see something about 8 feet tall standing on the side of the highway. I was doing about 75 miles per hour so my lights barely hit the figure long enough for me to make out what it was. I woke my buddy up and said dude hear me out, but believe it or not, I just saw Bigfoot. As he finished rubbing his eyes, He stared back at me silently for a moment and finally said, I believe you. So he then looked up the latest Bigfoot sightings on his phone. And sure enough, some of the top results were Northeast Texas. That was all the confirmation we needed. I don't expect anyone to believe me, but I still like to tell the story from time to time. I used to live in the Pacific Northwest area around 11 years old. Once we went on this five-day school trip driving and camping all over Washington State. Around lunchtime we'd stop at a rest stop or campsite to eat some sandwiches and stretch our legs out. This time it was a remote campsite off the highway somewhere in central Washington. I think a couple families were camping there but it was pretty empty. After lunch they'd always let us run around and play so me and some classmates went to explore the wooded area around the campsite. I ended up on my own and went a little deeper than allowed into the trees. Suddenly, maybe 10 to 15 yards ahead I heard some movement and loud grunting noises. I don't want to be stereotypical and say they were ape-like by hey, that's what it sounded like. Just then a figure in a bright orange hat appears over the brush line and it's a huge man with thick brown fur all over his head neck and shoulders starts walking in the other direction. Also he reeked, like from that far once I heard him it just smelled like rotting s and sewage. Now I'm not saying I saw Bigfoot wearing a bright orange hat in the woods, but this would have had to be the single hairiest, tallest, and smelliest bodybuilder I'd ever seen just randomly strolling through those neck of the woods alone with nothing but that orange hat on. I ran back to the vans. I live across from a park with a large open field in the middle. It can become very foggy and creepy on some days. When I was five, I went across the street to the park on a foggy day and I thought I saw another kid in the park and I went over to see if it was someone I knew from the neighborhood. When I got closer, I started to feel very cold and the kid started to look a lot bigger and more animal-like. It was roughly the shape of a horse but smaller. I heard my grandmother call me so I turned around and headed back home. It wasn't until a few years ago on Reddit, I saw a post about the Kelpie, a horse that lures people into the water and drowns them. I didn't associate my experience with the legend because there is no body of water in that park until I remembered that when I was five, there was a marsh with lots of cattails and we could never really see into the center of it. Not saying it was a Kelpie obviously. Might have just been a loose dog and I might be remembering it incorrectly but I'm glad my grandma called me when she did regardless. I told my friend's wife about it and she just dismissed it because I was probably a kid with a wild imagination and fog can obscure many things. Also, there's a legend around my area that says there's a haunted stretch of highway with a ghostly female hitchhiker. I never hung out around there but I was on a date with a girl who lived in the area and after I dropped her off at her home and I started driving back to mine, I saw a hitchhiker but I didn't stop for them. When I told my date I was home and mentioned it, She told me to quit joking and eventually told me about the story. When I tell others about it now, they brush it off too because there are so many fake stories about that road and everyone claims to have gotten a spooky feeling and say they saw something. I was 15 years old when I was forced to date this girl I kinda liked, we all know how middle school was, and I don't remember her name so she will be, the girl. We lived in a mountain town, pretty far out of the way in Idaho. Trees, lakes and mountains. Not much else. Anyways, one day I was invited over to the girl's house by one of her friends and her boyfriend. Just gonna watch movies eh? I get cha. Wink, but on the inside I'm freaking out. I hadn't even held this girl's hand, and now we're planning operation movie night? I am not prepared, so we get to her house and start watching the movie. About 20 minutes in, the girl grabs a blanket and sets it over us. I promptly freak out and tell the room I need to go outside and talk to the other guy in the room. We head out the back door and I start having the oh my god what do I do? Teenager fit. I remember getting to particularly loud part of the conversation when we heard a large tree branch crack. Wildlife isn't an uncommon event in Idaho. Deer on a daily basis, bear on a weekly basis. But at this time of the year, we hadn't seen a bear since before winter, right before hibernation. So we were kind of stoked to see if they were out. My buddy went inside and got a flashlight, came out and slowly turned it on. You know that feeling after you've been hanging out with a border collie or some other small mix of dog. And then you see a bull mastiff and you're like, F you biology for making something so big that along with crippling fear, was the feeling I had when my buddy turned on his light. To set up the scene, we're on the second story back deck of a house which doubled as a carport, looking down and off the deck and into the trees. The flashlight turned on and immediately shined upon, to this day, the biggest living thing I've ever seen, out of the water. It was standing on its hind legs, with one arm slightly above its shoulder line, grabbing onto a low hanging limb of a ponderosa, looking, eye to eye, directly at the light which was now, probably blinding it. Keep in mind, we're standing on a deck that is also a carport, so we're a good 12 to 15 feet off the ground looking directly at this thing. It let go of the branch, hunched a little and then left. Not making a single sound as it moved. I know this because my friend and I ended up not making a sound for a good 5 minutes afterwards, before screaming, you saw that too. I swear to God if you say you don't remember this later I'll hurt you. He does. Everyone says it was a bear. The shape we saw was not a bear. I actually had a friend that had a stuffed, fully grown grizzly and black bear in his living room, aka room of death. The silhouettes didn't match up. Yes, grizzlies can have massive shoulders and walk on their hind legs, but this thing looked like a bear with hockey pads on. I promise. Twas not a bear. Okay, so this could have been anything and I was a kid when I saw it like 15 or 16 so it might have been my fear slash imagination running wild that said this is what I saw. Also not sure if this completely counts but am going to post it anyway. On the way home from a friend's one night I was walking down the same path I walk every night I look into the woods to my left and see a tall white figure human shaped, but glowing I stopped for a second and stared at it. It looked like a tall faceless person in a white hoodie glowing could have been from the moon's reflection but it was really bright so I ran home as fast as I could lock the doors and that was that. Few nights later, I'm with my friends out in the woods heading down to a hidden beach we all like to hang out at we get there fine. I head back up the cliff into the woods to get some wood while there I see it again this time I do the same thing stop and stare at it for a bit to see if I can get a clear view as to what it is because there's no way it could be anything besides a garbage bag or something but it's the same tall person in what seems to be a white hoodie that's glowing this time it's in a spot where there is no path and no easy way into. Anyway I took off went back down to the beach to explain to my friends what I saw we go back to take a look nothing is there and they think I'm crazy. This happened to a friend of mine. He was a missionary in Africa for 10 plus years and would go on house calls if people needed prayer or were distressed. Anyway, he makes his way out to a neighboring village and they ask him to pray for the village. In the past night, something has been digging up the graves and taking the corpses. The villagers tell him that the next village over has a witch doctor who they believe is casting spells to dig up the grave and steal the bones. They want my friend to go pray with a witch doctor. My friend makes his way to the neighboring village. There he meets with the witch doctor. Hess a skinny man, barely clothed, covered in tattoos, scars, and piercings. Lots of piercings all over his body, face, lips. As you can imagine the witch doctor did not want to be prayed for and chase them out. My friend thought there was a reasonable explanation to all this, so him and two other men went out in their truck the next night to try and catch whoever was digging up the graves. They pull up just as it's getting dark and they see a figure at the far end of the graveyard, it's just a dog. The culprit the whole time is just a dog. Now you need to understand that wild dogs are considered pests here, and are usually killed in situations like this. So they drive up to the graveyard and the dog takes off, it tries to run across the road. The driver runs over the dog. They get out and take a look. The dog is covered in tattoos, scars, and lots and lots of piercings. The tattoos and piercings eerily resemble the witch doctor. My friend is completely freaked out, was the witch doctor controlling this animal? It gets creepier. Two days later the neighboring villagers come over, they explain the witch doctor has been missing for two days and they request help to find him. They explain what happened and direct the villagers to the spot where they buried the dog. Sure enough they dig up the body, and there the dog is, alive. My friend does not tell this story often, as he knows how ridiculous it sounds. But he swears by it. He retired from being a missionary and became a photojournalist three months after this event. I believe him. I was about 6 or 7, and we had this tree swing in our backyard. It was on the far end of the yard, near the fence that was next to an easement that separated our yard from a few neighbors' yards. I had a few friends, but I would sometimes talk to an imaginary friend. I'd talk to my imaginary friend about things I wanted to do, go on Double Dare, Nick Arcade, or Legends of the Hidden Temple because those were freaking amazing shows, talk about kids at school since school just started up, or video games I had played. Or other weird stuff six or seven year olds fantasize or obsess over in 1992 to 1993. Basically stuff I'd talk to my regular friends about if I was hanging out with them, except these times I would be by myself and on my swing. Well, one evening it was pretty dark and I was out on my swing, talking about I don't remember what. I do remember though that in the middle of this I was explaining some sort of scenario that started out with me saying hi, and after I said hi, someone-slash-something responded back. Hi. It sounded like a loud whisper, the kind where it sounds like someone really isn't trying to whisper. I stopped immediately, jumped off the swing, and looked around. The whole yard, aside from the parts of it that the floodlight on the back porch lit up, was completely pitch black. My neighbor's yards were completely pitch black with no sign of anyone-slash-thing there. I waited a little bit, scared shitless at this point, mustered out a very weak and scared hello? Hi! This time it sounded closer, and a bit more menacing. At that point I noped the hell out of there and ran back the house faster than I ever have. I didn't tell my parents, not because they wouldn't believe me, but because they would have and my dad would have gone out there and raised all kinds of hell trying to see who or what was scaring me. I didn't want him to find nothing and then start to doubt me in the future. Even worse, I didn't want him to encounter what I had. Looking back it probably was a kid who lived across from the easement from my yard getting off on scaring the s out of me. Or maybe it was an adult getting off on scaring me, I don't know. I really don't like thinking about it, as it was the only time that I can think of where I was genuinely scared of something I couldn't explain and was afraid to tell my parents about. Needless to say, I didn't have an imaginary friend after that, and my interest in that tree swing died out really quick. This was in the early 90s. I'm probably nine or 10 or so. I was at my grandmother's house, which is in a nice suburban neighborhood in the Southern US. It is the middle of the day and I am hanging out in the living room den watching TV. She had HBO, pretty cool back then by myself. My grandmother is in the dining room, putting together one of those 10,000 piece puzzles. I spent a lot of time there as a kid. We lived a short drive from her and she was awesome. I don't remember exactly why I got up, but when I did, something must have caught my eye because I looked over at the bank of windows that ran throughout the living room. Standing there, staring at me, was something that I still can't explain. To this day, the best way I can describe it was it looked exactly like Cobra Commander from the early G.I. Joe cartoons all I could see was the head and the tip of upper shoulders, no facial features or hair or anything. I don't know if that is the only face my young brain could attach to what I saw, or if what I saw was really some metal face thing staring at me. Of course I ran into the dining room to tell my grandmother. She could tell something is wrong, and when I told her, she said it must have been the meter man or something and not to worry. Still can't believe how chill she was about it. It could have been anyone just peering around in her window. About a month ago, I was wandering a residential neighborhood at night. I'm walking on a street that's right next to a rather large patch of marshland and around a block from my house. I'm on the phone with my girlfriend at the time. I leave the house to talk to her because I've got nosy parents and I'm home from college, when I hear movement in someone's yard. I look between the houses out of curiosity. Okay, curiosity and fear. All right, it was completely terror. While I'm looking this gray blur flies through three people's yards, slamming gates and knocking down fences as it goes. I back away from the houses, frantically scanning for this thing. When I hear a womp in the yard at the end of the street, I start to do this backward jog slash scramble down the street, neither willing to stay nor to look away. It was at this time I heard my girlfriend's voice in my hand. I released the breath I didn't know I was holding and put the phone to my ear. I must have walked backwards most of the way home while I talked to her. She is jokes that it's a werewolf. I am unamused. I don't believe this for a second, but a teacher in high school once told me this story that freaked me out as a kid. She said years before she and her husband purchased their house, a man crashed his car into the kitchen one night during a bad storm and died. The house was repaired and sold. As my teacher told it, sometimes they would wake up in the morning to find a puddle of water on the kitchen floor. They had plumbers out several times, but no one could find the source of the leak. She had no pets, so it wasn't something like their dog wetting the floor. One night after falling asleep on the couch, She was woken up by a sound coming from the kitchen. It was a steady drip, with each drip spaced several seconds apart. She got off the couch and went in the kitchen to turn off what she just assumed was the slowly leaking faucet. She sleepily stumbled up to the sink, but it was already turned off. Then she heard the drip again, over her shoulder. She turned to look, and there was a shadowy black figure hovering just above the floor with its back to her. It resembled a man in a raincoat and hat. She was quite scared, but she immediately remembered the man who had died in her kitchen after crashing his car on that rainy night. She composed herself and told the figure that he was dead, that he had crashed his car into this house in the rain and died years ago. She tried to walk around him to look at his face, but he would just slowly turn as she moved, always keeping his back to her. At this point she went upstairs to wake her husband. They went back into the kitchen, but there was no shadowy figure just a puddle of water where he had been hovering. Her husband told her she had been dreaming and wiped up the water. They continued living there for several more years and never woke to a puddle of water in their kitchen after that night. My father grew up in St. Augustine, Florida, right down the street from the city's lighthouse. Now, this lighthouse and the area around it is extremely haunted. Down at the lighthouse you don't see any birds, and you don't hear any birds. Kinda strange. It's also the oldest city in America. Anyways, my two friends and I were doing a bit of ghost hunting in the middle of the night at the lighthouse. We're sitting in front of the keeper's house, which is now a museum. We're just talking to each other cause it was getting late, like 3 or 4 AM and we had not experienced anything. As one of my friends is in the middle of saying something, we all stop. Behind the house, we hear a very clear humming noise. Like a little girl humming along to a tune. You could hear her change pitch and everything. I'm cold as ice and my hair is standing on end but we all stay still. We listened for about 5 minutes until it got fainter just seemingly disappeared. We weren't really scared, but excited cause we knew that it had to be paranormal. The humming came from a part of the park that was inaccessible at night and we knew we were the only ones there. The next night we went back with more people and the atmosphere around the lighthouse just felt heavy. As we're walking around, I notice a floodlight turn on at one of the old houses next to the lighthouse, which used to house the groundskeeper. I told my friends that I thought someone was coming, so we went down to our cars which were parked right in front of this house. As we're about to leave, we notice that the floodlight starts steadily flashing. Nothing special but one of my friends walked up to the house and got a nosebleed when she got home, and she hadn't had one for 10 or so years. So that was weird. <laughs> Rented a room for a few months when I moved to Los Angeles. Super old house in the attic is the room they were renting. Cheap room, had internet, relatively nice, it worked. Anyway. The attic had two large crawl spaces on either side of the room. I never opened them, didn't have a reason to. Only had a bag or two while I was looking for an apartment. Would fall asleep at night and wake up once or twice a week to a heavy pressure or on my chest slash abdomen. Just brushed it off, things like that don't bother me really. Until one time about a month in, woke up and swear one of the crawl spaces was open, and it was closing. Like you turn quickly to see what the hell it was, and see a blur of a door closing. So weird. Freaked me out enough to get up that instant and shove the computer desk in front of the crawl space door and prop my luggage bags in front of the other side. Went asleep, woke up again an hour or two later to the sound of a musical box or some child's toy playing from the crawl space. I thought I was going crazy, it went away after a few seconds and was very faint. Freaked me out told my fiancé and she didn't really believe me. I don't even know if I believe myself. Only time it's really happened. Left that place the next week. Cheapest rent ever too. I was driving out of my apartment's parking lot one night. It was late fall, which, hey is like the second week of fall because where I'm from, in Wisconsin, we're lucky if fall lasts three weeks. It was dark out and the parking lot wasn't very well lit. Anyway, I turned to go around the last building. I'm already driving slowly because it's a parking lot and I'm not a prick, right? And near the parking lot exit, there's a zombie. It's shuffling. It's missing half of its arm and it looks like it has a broken neck. It's walking away from me and I enjoy the zombie genre. So I think I know what to do. I stop after a quick scan of the area. Turn off my lights for a second because I don't want to attract the creep. Roll up my windows, because I like the cool evening breeze, but I don't want it to grab me through the window, right? And continue driving. Anyway my mind is racing, I'm already imagining the survival gear I need to get so I can head up north before the roads are gridlocked. I drive past it, at slightly faster than parking lot speed, and it looks at me. Crap. Then it says hey. Turns out it was just a lady from my apartment complex who was limping in a very bizarre way and was rubbing her neck, which accounts for the missing arm and broken neck. I have no idea why she was walking in the street, especially limping like that, not only because she looked like a zombie, but also because you can't get out of the street quickly if you're limping, but I briefly considered running her over with my car. Good thing I didn't or I would probably be in jail. That was about two years ago. I told my boyfriend and when I told him, he told me a zombie story. He had a similar story, but his took place before we met and his zombie was actually an addict with sores all over her face who limped past his car and twisted her head up to look directly into his car as he was in the drive through at Taco Bell. I've seen similar looking addicts in that area and they make very convincing fresh zombies. You can just imagine how we reacted to finding out that bath salts guy you know the guy. Florida man starts eating dude's face guy? Yeah, turns out he only had trace amounts of THC in his system. No bath salts. I was in Belgium for a school trip and we visited one of the World War One graveyards where unknown soldiers are buried. I can't remember the name of it, but we went to this one because it had lots of Anzacs buried there. The mood was somber. And it was quite a sight, but it didn't feel any different to the war monuments back home. I was walking around with my friends, who were placing Anzac memorial coins on some of the graves. I was standing and looking at the grave of a New Zealander, when I distinctly heard heavy breathing behind me, like a large man out of breath. I turned around, and there was no one behind me. It shook me, definitely. I looked at the whole place differently after that, it wasn't just a bunch of graves, But I fully grasped the scope of the thousands of real men buried in the ground around me. It was like I could sense them, each, individually. Needless to say I looked at that graveyard quite differently afterwards. Regardless of whether my experience had any actual spirits involved, I still appreciate it. It opened my eyes to the war on an emotional level, not just an intellectual one. I live up in the attic of my parents' place. It's basically another floor, normal hallway, two rooms. It doesn't get much light at night, so the hallway is very dark when all the lights are off. Anyway, I walked up to my room one night, turned the hallway lights on so I could see where I was going to get to my room. The door was closed, so when I switched off the hallway light that's by my room, I was temporarily in the pitch dark. I don't know why but before I opened my door, I turned to look down the hallway. Now it's basically pitch black, but directly in front of me, almost in my face, I see a faint outline of a person in front of me. I got this overwhelming sense of heavy presence, like someone was standing in my face ready to fight. I remember leaning back a bit since it was just so in my face. Remember I'm in pitch darkness. I don't know how I could make out an outline, but it just seemed darker than the dark. It's really hard to describe. But I immediately turned, opened my door, switched the light on, and closed the door. I got serious goosebumps writing this because I hadn't really reflected on this until now. A few days before Halloween, when I was about 11 or 12, my dad was driving me to get my costume. It was already night and raining pretty hard. We were pulling out of our driveway and onto the road when I saw a glowing lady dressed in all white. It was like one of those Victorian era dresses, that puffed out, with a glowing white umbrella. Everything about her was white and glowing bright. Not as bright as a headlight, but bright enough to see in the dark rain. I told my dad immediately, look. Do you see that? He looks in his side view and sees something and says yeah, what is that? And I say it's a ghost lady. His face doesn't believe me, but he decides to make a U-turn. When we pass by where she would have been, she's gone. There's nowhere for her to have gone because they're... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There are no houses or anything close enough for her to... Okay, I've got two ghost sightings to share and they both involve the same woman and her deceased husband. My cousin who is 20 years older than me is now a hostage negotiator in our state's Bureau of Investigation, so she is a pretty no-nonsense type of person. Anyway, when I was around 8 or 9 she had a husband who shot himself in the head right in front of her because she wanted a divorce. By the way she worked at a daycare at the time and he came into the daycare so a whole room full of little kids saw this too. So that's the setup for creepiness. Now the first sighting was one day myself, my cousin, my aunt her mom, and my great-grandma were all at our great-grandma's house. Her house was built like an old plantation house so we were all sitting in the front parlor room that was off of the main hallway that leads from the front door. Well the door to the room was closed. Out of nowhere we hear a loud bang from the back end of the hallway and we hear heavy manly footsteps walk all the way down the hall very slowly and they stop in front of the closed parlor room door. For what seems like 10 to 20 seconds there was total silence then we heard the front screen door and wooden door open and slam shut very loudly. Then my aunt jumped up and looked out the window onto the front porch and there was no one there and then looked into the hall and there was again no one there. We were all terrified and after that i would never go back to that house unless there was like 20 people there for some family gathering and tale involves the same aunt and deceased husband this one relies purely on her testimony but she claims that one day she had come home after her shift at work and when she walked into her apartment that all of the wedding photos of her and the deceased husband were laid out in the floor in a circle she usually kept these in a box in her bedroom But she claims that then she heard the most demonic growling noise and then all of the pictures starting blowing around wildly so she jumped back outside and slammed her front door and called her brother my uncle. Well by the time he got there a few minutes later they both went in and the living room was trashed. My uncle says that everything except the couch and entertainment center was strewn around. He confirms this much. Well my aunt refused to go back in there so she moved in with my uncle for a few months and eventually resettled in a different house and met a new guy. Her now husband, and for all I've heard nothing else has ever happened to her. But her and her husband and my great uncle so her uncle are now pretty active paranormal investigators and they go all over the SE with a bunch of fancy equipment looking for stuff. One night my girlfriend called me in tears because she hears footsteps outside her bedroom door. After about 30 minutes on the phone I drive over around 2 AM to spend the night. I too hear footsteps so I tell her we need to pack a few days worth of clothes and stay at my place. We spend the remaining hours in my bed it was time for me to work and her to go to class and as I was walking her out to her car she says be careful I didn't much of it but apparently she saw a black figure run into my room. I walked her out and retuned to prep for work. As soon as I put my hand on my doorknob I heard a huge crash and everything was on the ground. Clothes on hangers grounded. Stuff on boxes grounded. TV on huge desk. On the ground. I left immediately and it took us two nights of constant footsteps outside our door before we performed a ritual cleansing. Oddly enough these footsteps have followed us to our new homes and only leave after a night of cleansing. It's been over a year since our last encounter. Quite a few years back I worked in a group home with abused slash neglected boys and part of the job was doing overnights. In general there was sort of a weird, creepy feeling at night. Sounds hokey or whatever, but there was just weird energy at night when the boys would sleep. My theory was a lot of the sexual abuse or what have you would happen to them at night, so maybe that energy was just around when they were sleeping, I don't know. Hard to describe, but you could feel it. Anyhow, after a few months of working there, I started seeing strange things on my overnights there. Shadows of people walking on a white wall, lights in the back of the house where there weren't any lights and the kids were asleep. One night I turned around and there was a flash of a little girl in a dress that went right through the kitchen and disappeared. The next day, without prompting, one of the kids described how his ghost girlfriend came to visit him at night. Freaked me the out. I also overheard another staff member she's actually my wife now, saying she was glad not to be working at the house anymore since she used to see strange things. Anyhow, it got to the point where I went to the house in my off time, and told the ghosts or whatever that I was just there to take care of the kids and make sure they were safe. Didn't mean any harm. And after that, I never saw or felt activity again. I'm a skeptic, but after that experience, I'm not so much of a skeptic. The other tale involves a night when i went outside my apartment and my wife and i both saw about seven or so red lights in the sky splitting apart coming together forming a line etc this went on for about 10 minutes we live near golden gate park so i thought maybe it was those things where people light candles under a plastic bag but we realized there was no way that would work it was too windy that night and they moved too fast anyhow walked over to the safeway parking lot And about 30 people are there and we all just watch these lights for a solid 10 minutes or so, then they just flew away. I have no idea what they were or what the explanation is. So those are my two tales. When I was a kid me and my family went on a trip to a cottage somewhere in Ontario that was right beside a lake. Then one day me and my cousin were fishing then we spot this weird black thing come out of the water then quickly go back in but it tool a really long time to get all the way back under. It was like a huge snake. We spent a good 5 minutes trying to come up with an explanation for what we saw. We theorized everything from it being a tree to a whale or even the locked nest monster before we went and played a board game. I have been seeing shadow people for the past couple of years. They are large in stature, black as black can be, and move at a disturbing rate of speed. Think faster than us, but not so fast you can't see them clearly. They are always watching me, but as soon as I observe them for a few seconds they move. It is terrifying. I see them clearly with eyes wide open, but I can't speak or move at all. I have had people tell me that it is a natural occurrence, and others have said that they are interdimensionals. Either way, everyone believes me and agrees that it is absolutely terrifying. Once about 10 years ago, we're driving through one of those typical desolate, never-ending and nothing around Texas roads, when I saw a witch. Yes, a witch. On a broomstick and everything. I had been sleeping with my head against the window and I suddenly shot up with a feeling of being watched. I looked to my left and see a witch hovering next to the car. I screamed, of course, and my parents freak out too and ask what's happening. I looked back but it was gone. I didn't want to tell my parents so I said I thought I saw a deer that was going to jump. My parents are Mexican so I'm pretty sure they would've pulled over and re-baptized me or something. Anyways. Who knows if it was my 11-years-old imagination, weird branches, or a weird-ass dream, but that's my story. Several years ago I was a counselor for a summer camp that was at a local state park. We were at the group lodge cabin in one of the more remote areas in the park. The park itself is in a fairly unpopulated area overall. One night a few of us counselors were up till about 2 or 3 AM. And went for a ride on one of those gators slash mule things, it's like a four-wheeler meets golf cart. We rode way back on this back road and another counselor and I that were riding on the back saw a Bigfoot. I don't really go around telling everyone the story but the times that I do tell people they always just look at me funny and think I'm crazy. But I had someone else there right beside me that saw the same thing. Everyone tries to dismiss it as someone who was waiting to prank us. But all the other adults were accounted for back at the lodge while all the kids were asleep, our ride was totally random and it wasn't a normal thing we did that week where someone could pick up on our habits or whatever, and it was like 3 in the morning so someone would have had to been waiting out in the woods literally all afternoon and night. People just try to dismiss it however they can and it frustrates me. I was driving home from my parents and saw what looked exactly like a prehistoric wombat, dipperdon, in the middle of the road. I couldn't get over how thick its legs were. As I got closer it walked into the bush. I know I wasn't seeing things, but thought I probably shouldn't tell anyone about it. I did end up telling my parents a few weeks later and they said they see them all the time. Turns out there are some massive feral cats where they live. Okay I was 19 years old been smoking We'd like every 19 year old kid, still do though. So every night when we were out smoking I had to go through this graveyard that was very scary to me. Graveyard was divided in two so there is road right in the middle of it. Graveyard is about 100 meters long and had 2 street lamps so you can see where you going. So this particular night I was walking through graveyard a bit stoned, but not too much though. Remember thinking please god let there be someone so I don't have to walk through it alone. So at end of the graveyard I saw three very tall boys like basketball player tall. They were standing still, one had his back turned on me and other two was like turned facing each other. I felt instant relief that I wasn't alone in graveyard. And as soon as I blinked they were gone. That scared me shitless, never run faster in my life except that time when police was chasing me. What was strange though they were very still like dolls, of course none believed me saying I was stoned. I was never stoned that much that I would hallucinate. Not mythological but my wife lived in a haunted apartment when we dated in college. The front door had two deadbolts, one that locked automatically when the door closed and one that you had to lock manually. Multiple different times the door opened and slammed shut or opened very slowly and stayed open. We would also hear mumbling and footsteps in other rooms when nobody else was there. Occasionally there would be loud crashing sounds in the kitchen and alcohol bottles that had been on top of the fridge, surrounded by other stuff, would be sitting upright on the floor unbroken. Everything else was in place. Finally, There was a nook in the bathroom that you would be drawn to look at when you showered because you would feel like someone was watching you from there. My wife says every time she tried to clean that particular area she would always fall off of her step stool before being able to finish. A few weeks back a car with two guys from my uni crashed and hit a tree along the road around 12 meters away from my house at around 2 in the morning. They both died and one was found climbing out of the car toward my house. I live with four other people and not one of us heard the crash and only found out the next morning with the police knocking at the door to investigate the crash. The weird part is, the next few nights I was working on assessments until about 3 in the morning and at around 2 every day I could hear someone knocking frantically on the back door of the house and whenever one of us in the house checked the door there is never anyone there. I don't really believe in ghost bit my housemates have heard it and so i don't really know what to think not sure if this is mythological or not but pretty spooky (coughs) we have had several times where someone will call our house it will ring once or twice and then it will stop ringing like they hung up then whoever was calling will call back and ask who just picked up the phone when we tell them that no one did they will always say that they heard a young boy's voice saying hello over and over again without response. Creepy right? Well I didn't think so. That was, until I was old enough to stop going trick or treating anymore on Halloween. One year, my aunt called when the rest of my family was out at a local development to go trick or treating, we live back in the woods, and the phone only rang twice, my aunt calls back and asked me if I just picked up and I said no. She told me she heard someone pick up and I immediately knew. I was scared completely shitless. Even as I type this now in my house I get the creeps. It happened when I was 12, my brother, also in this story would have been around 7. We lived on Phillip Island in Victoria, Australia. There were a lot of vacant blocks of land around, as it was only just starting to be developed. I shared a front bedroom with my younger brother one night i don't know what time i woke up to find my bedroom completely filled with an intensely bright white light i could see my brother sit up on his bed wrap the blankets around himself terrified asking what was happening the white light was coming through the window even though the curtains were closed the white light seemed to be traveling up from the floor to the roof then it would sort of flick and go from the floor to the roof again there was also red lights not quite as bright that pulsed brighter every few seconds. I can't remember if there was a noise or not. I told him not to be scared and that I would check. I pulled back a corner or the curtain and looked out the window. In the vacant paddock opposite our house, I saw the UFO. It was disc shaped about the size of a large bus. It had a really white light that seemed to come from underneath it, and there were small red lights around its circumference that were pulsing. As I watched the light under the UFO grew brighter still and I saw a figure. It was in silhouette, standing in front of the light so I could only see its shape. It was quite tall, impossibly skinny with a large head and very long arms. I saw it move and I freaked out, quickly closed the curtain and started yelling at my brother to not look out the window. He was really young, I guess we both were and I wanted to protect him, he was already crying. I told him to put the covers over his head and to not look at the lights in our bedroom. He kept asking what I saw and I refused to tell him. I just kept saying stay under your blanket and pray. I was terrified that it saw me looking at it. All I could think was this thing was going to take us and I didn't want my brother to have to see any of it. I cried and prayed so hard that it would go away and we would be safe. That is the last thing I remember before I woke up the next morning. The next day my brother was still asking what I saw, I still refused to tell him. I didn't tell our parents. I looked through the paddock in daylight for evidence and found nothing, I was convinced that I saw something I wasn't supposed to and that they knew I had seen them and I felt like I was being watched all the time. At this point in my life I was living in an extremely strict Christian household. We didn't own a TV and we weren't allowed to watch movies. I had never seen anything like this or heard of anything like this at the time all I knew was it felt wrong. I am now 27 and have seen a few unexplainable lights in the sky since, but nothing like my experience when I was 12. My brother asked me about it when we were having a few drinks last year. He could remember the lights and being really scared and wanted to finally know what was out the widow. I was really excited that he had brought it up as I had started to question if it had actually happened. I told him what I saw and he replied, that makes sense. I've always wondered. I wish now, as an adult that he could have seen what I saw, so we can discuss it. But in the moment I was terrified for him as well as myself, and only wanted to hide it from him and keep him safe. This happened a few years back, my sophomore year of college. One night in the winter, Some friends and myself were driving around the mountains of West Virginia, diving through the wheeling lights, which is basically just a mountainside decorated with Christmas lights. Anyways one of the girls in the car said to stop, because she really had to pee. So we stop and let her out, and no more than 10 seconds later, she comes back bawling her eyes out. We ask what's wrong, and she says just come and look. We walk past the trees she walked behind and saw it. There was this massive, vertical, reddish-orange beam of light in the sky. When I stood there it just consumed me. I got this deep sense of dread, and started crying. When I looked around, the other four in the group were crying as well. This beam of light was everything at the moment, it was the horizon. It gave me this feeling that I just saw God, and I wasn't supposed to. My dad had cancer when I was very young. He was told he had around a year to live when I was in kindergarten. He ended up getting better and living another 10 years. In those 10 years, he became fascinated with UFOs slash aliens. He said that he thought that's why the cancer disappeared. We often would go outside at night and just look at the stars with binoculars. One night, Jerry Lee Lewis was playing a concert down the street that was very loud. We put some chairs outside in the driveway and just listened for a while. My dad jumped up and asked if I saw what he saw and I replied that I did. One star looking object, multiplied and ended up turning into five. It stayed completely still for a minute and began to rotate slowly. After a few minutes of that it turned into one again and we saw a faint flash of light and it was gone. Years later my dad told me about a dream he had where before the cancer went away where a tall being came into his room. It lit up the room with this bright light but he felt safe and okay. The being put his hands on him and then he woke up. The next scan showed he was cancer free and the doctors said they had no idea why. My dad was a very intelligent man and I never had a doubt that he was telling the truth. I think I was just lucky to be able to witness that with him. This event occurred in 2011 and has haunted me every day since. I work in networking and all of hours are late. I usually get off around 2 AM and then I am up for a few hours before I go to bed. This evening I got off work and it was raining really bad on my way home. When I got home, by chance, the clouds broke and I stepped outside to have a quick smoke. One of my buddies called me and we were chatting about work. It was still not raining and there were low-lying clouds. There are orange street lights in Allen and they were reflecting off the bottom of the clouds creating an artificial light. There was a pretty good breeze whipping around, but no rain. I was facing the west and I looked to my right and I see a black cube moving out of the north and traveling south at about 60 to 80 miles per hour. It was moving with a corner forward. This thing was huge. I was astonished to the core of my soul. I sat speechless for a few seconds knowing that I was seeing something amazing. It was 80 to 100 feet tall. It was a black cube in shape and looked like a rough stone surface. On the side of the cube was a border and within the border was a circular symbol, if that's what it even was. It looked like if you were to draw a circular maze. It was disturbing the air behind it and created a vaporous trail spinning behind it and then disappearing. There was absolutely no sound. None. If you know Dallas, It was traveling in the direction of southbound 75 Central Expressway towards downtown. I told my buddy what I had seen and he lives a few miles south. I fumbled over my words telling him and asked him to go outside to see if he could see it. He went out to the middle of his street and looked in the direction that it was coming from. After about five minutes it started to rain again. He stood out in the rain for another 15 minutes but never saw it. Good friend. Anyways, No one can ever tell me that I didn't see what I saw that night. I have been ridiculed and laughed at, but I know what I saw. It is almost a relief at this point to know that they are really here. I have been a long time lurker and I had to get this off of my chest. I have been searching Black Cube UFO for years now, every single day. I cannot stop thinking about it. I have to see it again. Thanks for listening. UFO Story. December 30th, 2001. I'm driving home around 2am in the sky I see what looks like the brightest, slowest shooting star ever. Then it stops maybe a mile down the road directly in front of me. At this point I'm totally focused on this thing and it's flying towards as I drive towards it, as it gets closer I'm like WTF. I'm going to drive right under it. I get maybe one quarter mile away and stop my car on my neighborhood street with my flashes on and get out. The thing goes right over me it was triangular black and had three round lights on the bottom. It made no sound like really no sound at all, almost as if it made everything else silent as it slowly flew over. It crested the tree line and as I'm putting the world back together in my head I hear holy s man. What the f was that? Another guy had pulled over right behind me and watched the whole thing. I said I don't know but I'm following it and jumped back in my car, turned around and followed it. I stayed under it for about a mile then it just shot straight back up in the sky and disappeared. I have told that story maybe a few thousand times, nobody really believes me but it happened. That thing is real. My friend's grandfather said that he saw a UFO, and his story is way different than any I have heard. Him and a friend were out hunting, and in the woods they came upon the clearing where they run telephone lines through. They were atop a hill, then it dropped down into a valley and back up another hill a couple hundred yards out to where the electric lines were run to another pole. On the top of the other hill, they saw three giant rings rotating within each other, just spinning and overlapping. He said they were bright rings of light. They were far enough away that it seemed they were not noticed by this object. Shortly after they first saw it, the ring sped up and rose into the air and flew off, followed by a bunch of military personnel all of a sudden running into the clearing appearing to chase this strange object. The grandfather and his friend hid, as to not have to deal with the military and tell them what they saw. When everything passed, they went to the hilltop where the UFO was rotating, and they said the ground was completely scorched in a circle right underneath where it was spinning at. This was 20 to 30 years ago if I remember correctly, but it sort of reminded me of the propulsion technology where magnetic plates spin over each other to levitate aircraft, which I read about in relation to some conspiracy articles a while ago. I don't know if this story is absolutely true or not, but I would like to believe him.